2: Welcome to the Pat Mayo Experience presented by DraftKings 2022 Genesis Invitational Picks, Bets, Preview, One and Done, and a recap. We got it all for you. Remember to play in the Listener's League. The link is down in the description. 3,500 spots on DraftKings this week. So let's get that filled. Make it even bigger because we got the players coming up. And I want to blow this out for the Players' Championship. Maybe get like 7,500 spots. Something crazy like that. And you should play because it's rake-free money. So all of the money that's in the pot actually goes back to the people playing, thus making it the best tournament on drafting. Smash the like to the episode. In the description, give me your winner sub to Mayo Media Network and become a member at FantasyNational.com today. FantasyNational.com slash Mayo to get yourself 20% off. Good week for uh, viewers of the show. The main one being... Kobe Dubois ended up winning $100,000 this week on DraftKings. Congratulations. A lot of Scheffler winners out there, obviously, in the outright market. But that's a huge score on DK. 100K. Congratulations, Kobe, for killing it. FantasyNational.com/slash Mayo to get that 20% off. Jeff Feinberg, I did not have Scotty Scheffler, although the guy sitting next to me when I was watching it did have Scotty Scheffler. So I had to start rooting for him. And he made a very keen observation about Scotty Scheffler throughout the course of the final six holes and three playoff holes in Phoenix that I don't want Scotty Scheffler with a five foot putt. I am far more comfortable with him making a 35 footer.
1: (laughs) Yeah. Sorry. Just, uh, we've been there before with Scotty. We were all circles. Like a lot of people last Monday, Pat on the Scotty wagon. Like we recorded the show. We love Scotty. I thought I was betting Scotty. I don't make the first move on Scotty in the thirties. And then it becomes 25, which I don't like that. It moved me off, but like, okay, if I'm going to bet a guy who's never won an event in two years, Olympics, I'm just going to take Xander at 22 and Hideki, and then go to Scott. And after literally glowing about Scheffler with you, with, with Rick and, and it just is, is what it, what it is. I don't know. I got in this headspace where, okay, now he's super popular and he hasn't won. It felt like old school fee now, but I love Scotty. I drafted him in our league. I own him in a lot of places. Just got to feel like I was on the right, like train and wagon. Great win. I love that event. It's just so much fun. Like it didn't matter. And even you go look at the leaderboard, like obviously you could look at it from like Thursday and who won or Friday and then see who won. But even to take a picture of the leaderboard Sunday as the guys are making the turn and go look at it from the last like five years and then go see how it finished. It's so much fun.
2: Like what an event on all levels. The final top 10 for the leaderboard featured Scheffler, Cantley, Xander, Brooks, Horschel, Thomas, Hideki, Rahm, and Fitzpatrick, amongst others. But that's all the best players played well, except for Vic, who melted down before the cut line, and Burns, who was Andrew Kerr, So we saw that coming.
1: Yeah, it was just, it was truly spectacular. I couldn't have predicted seeing so little John Rahm on TV on the weekend, but hey, that is what it is. And and uh, Sahith became a star, like in some respects.
2: Do, do, you, want is to, a, do you know what happened to poor Sahith? Uh oh,
1: Tim. We, we, we the the we're... win were up two or something.
2: Oh, he he bet one of our like, Tim very rarely like bets, but he bet our other friend. He looked at the leaderboard. He said T Gala was gonna win, and then he took <laughs> T Gala versus the rest of the field with our friend. <laughs> like poor, even our friend who won the money is like, I feel bad for this T Gala guy. <laughs> And like imme- yeah. immediately it, it started going to shit for him. Like he had that bunker where he was right on the lip and then he put it in the water on 17. Oh, it was t- tough scene for T Gallo. but I mean, he's been great. I mean, he played well at Torrey, he played well here. Uh, he's in the field at the Riv. So, I mean, we can't overlook him. Like he's like a flash in the pan. I think he's going to be here to say it's a lot. That's a big emotional letdown for him. Cause he, he did. I mean, no one really played well. Schaeffler made a bunch of birdies, but he also made a bunch of bogeys on Sunday. Brooks delivered a D minus performance on Sunday and still was there. Well, he got the par putt.
1: The par putt party he had on Saturday was insane. It's like if he had a it was like a vintage Jason Day par putting performance from Brooks. It was incredible Pat, and So he's did you see like 30 family there? Like, I don't know. His ability to have those bounce backs, every time you're like, oh, this might be the last time we see Sahith on TV, both Saturday and Sunday, it then rised up the greatest golf from, and I know a lot of people this will resonate for, like we can learn so much, like the models and everything. They teach us so, so much and they help us and they point us and they make us money. But also from an outright perspective, it's just something you have to believe in. A guy can do it or a guy can't. And I feel like a lot of us who like to bet on outrights, like we saw, yeah, like you said, he's not going away. There's something about him, in my opinion, um, that, yeah, I don't know. You don't feel the same with other players who might have been 250 to one. Like you might never care to see them again or bet on them. This is a guy we're all, I think, excited about. And it's the day after, it's fresh, it's in the moment. But yeah, not going away.
2: Pop quiz. Who were the top six leaders in ball striking in Phoenix for the entire four rounds?
1: Xander Shoffley. Xander was fourth taylor gooch
2: no gucci gucci wasn't Gooch Go, Gooch was making all the putts on friday <laughs> from well, yeah i guess so and this saturday
1: is, can buy a putt this is strokes um, gained
2: off the tee and strokes gained approach combined into well one brooks and i think this is important because of where we're going to riviera where that really does matter yeah brooks was Whoa. sixth munoz was fifth weirdly enough uh rom thomas bubba one two three wow None, wow. of guys, this- none of those guys, none of those guys <sighs> could putt all week. <laughs> oh,
1: yeah. You saw Thomas, you sort of saw, yeah. You know, you're like, Oh my God, he's ever going to get on um, a run. That's incredible. And yeah, to Riviera, just like uh, that's a, even Tiger Woods says like it is a golfer's golf course, um, like a total package sort of place.
2: You'd say it's the, it is the Lex Luger of golf courses. I would, yeah, I guess to paraphrase
1: Tiger Woods. Yeah. Yeah. Um, So there's that. And Pat, I'll tell you quick, I don't want to deep dive it at all, but I had an incident on the weekend where um, I had to be in the hospital and, you know, you can wait a long time. So any bump up in, in anything service wise in our system is a bonus. And they, I, you know, they must've thought I was dying. Cause I made like a sound when Xander put it in the water on 14 that I got attention. And then on I uh, sorry, the two water balls on Saturday on 15, I got instant medical attention. So that's the only positive from him.
2: You're feeling better I, I, now though, right?
1: i'm feeling better now i you know it's like a lot of things i can make myself incredibly comfortable um but when you have to move or when you have the sudden movements in certain ways it can be excruciatingly painful and yeah hopeful yeah i don't know i felt i've felt better each day since so we're uh up and at them on on that note but yeah what a. You know, a lot of guys near that leaderboard probably feel like they could have found that win. I'm not saying I'm worried about Xander because he's so good, but he takes it hard. So this is just another notch in the belt where he's going to take it really, really hard. Well, really hard.
2: Do we throw him in? And we've seen the past three weeks. We now got Hoagie off the Schneid, Scheffler off the Schneid, List off the Schneid. So all of a sudden, maybe this is where Xander can get that first PGA win in like three, four years, whatever it might be. Or it's or maybe it's a Zalatoris week. Who knows? If we're just going yeah, like Tringali bounce back? I, I don't know if it's I don't know if I'm taking Tringali at the Riv. Put it that way. <laughs> How did you feel about? I mean, the scene with Sam Ryder on sixteen was awesome. Like that was incredible. That was a great moment. The issue became. And I love the Damon and Higgs stuff. Cause that was fun. But like when Thomas chipped in and then he got like the, the beer shower, like the beer shower should be reserved for a hole in one is all I'm saying. Like we're like chipping in like, fine, be excited. If we're going to do like the beer shower and slow everything down, it better be like a legit exciting moment. Like the hole in one was.
1: Yeah, absolutely. 100%. We can't be beer showering anything else, but hole in one. There needs to be, be a
2: standard here. Yeah. For, for the beer shower. It can't just be everything.
1: You've got to, you've got to have the standard. The invent truly remains incredible. There's so much talk about why you don't see it elsewhere. I, I, I don't, I don't know if it, it's so funny. Like if the NHL had that, there would be like 14 a year and it would feel like a fart in the wind. That's, like it, a that's
2: exactly class. it. It's the fact that this is one isolated thing that's going on basically against the Super Bowl in that weekend, and it's a party. And most golf courses don't want to have a party at their golf course, for one thing, and it's the perfect event to do it because, like, having been there with Waste Management at the as the sponsor – they're pretty like there's garbage cans everywhere. Like they do a pretty good job of cleaning everything up. And they even had a crew to go do it. So it's the perfect event to go do it. And you would cheapen it if you made it once every three weeks like this or something like it's just, and most golf fans don't want to do like to watch like the stodgy remarks on Twitter from like old timey golf people, like it's just embarrassing for those people. Just like, Oh my God, show some class. Like it's once a year, have some fun. Don't watch if you don't like it, but it that way you can watch the 39 other weeks
1: can literally let's piggyback this off last week. While the two tournaments going in totally different trajectory, it all goes back to the same point and it all goes back to the great Adam Scott point only like nine, 10, 11 of these things freaking matter. Granted Phoenix becoming a true resume win. That's great. But only nine, 10 of these events matter. There's 50 of them. They can do whatever they want. Last week. It was a pro-am that pissed you off this week. It was a party that was spectacular There can be more or less of of a lot of things, but there's so much room to change the vibe on so many events. And I get it. I get it. Any, like, changing of the vibe, you know, makes betting potentially more annoying and makes, you know, any format change could make, you know, DraftKings so much more annoying. But I think you get what I'm saying. And the overall point is there are so many of these events For one of them to be a party or two of them to be a party, you know, in some ways Honda is like a, I guess any PGA tour event on the weekend, like feels pretty fun, especially in a nice, like sweet seat around a part three, but, um, uh, nothing like that. But if they said, okay, if an event Pat said at like Harbor town or I'm just like randomly pick a random event, they said, okay, we're going to, it's like a party. Like would that happen naturally? Like, kids would just line up no you'd have to build it in some respects
2: right i would think so and you're in the perfect location in phoenix because you have asu everyone's gonna go and that's just like a part of what goes on and it's funny because people just think and i mean the 16th hole is like a giant like frat party essentially is what it is but people it's It's now become a draw like i did my bachelor party there i wasn't the only person doing their bachelor party there's probably like 50 bachelor parties like it's just a good time and TPC Scottsdale is like close enough to like the casino and the Top Golf. Like they've really built a good infrastructure around it. It's it's very difficult to get in and out on that Saturday, but I would just if you want to go party, go party. Like you don't you don't need to be the guy who's like having fist fights in the crowd. You can go and have a good time. And by and large, based on what I saw on TV this week when I was there in person, like I don't it's not like abhorrent behavior like you would think for one hundred and fifty drunk people walking around. Like it's pretty calm. I
1: agree. there. I was listening on the radio though, late on Saturday It's kind of more calming after Xander water balls. Will Haskett led the way there this week. Great work. Um, apparently like when the final group was, people were throwing balls on the green on 18. I don't know if like, I doubt the broadcast would have picked up on that. Did not um, see that No. So, yeah, but like I said, it's a, it's a small percentage and you've pointed a lot. Um, the region is beautiful. Um, yeah, I've been to Troon right around the corner from there, and at like a ton, um, and it and it works. Now the funny part about it is though, Pat, it is a frat party, but it's a frat party that's now been on the on the other side of it, surrounded by like two hundred thousand dollar suites.
2: <laughs> yeah,
1: <laughs> and they've made their own like that's its own monster for the tour and of themselves and. I mean, I guess in their mind, their head isn't how do we replicate this frat party? It's how do we replicate being able to sell corporate seats for that much money anywhere else?
2: I think they they have to kind of go hand in hand. Like you don't get those corporate because those seats are like to get on to 16. Like you need to be a maniac and you really need some dedication to be able to get into that stadium. If you don't have a box or you're not. Oh, like next year I'm trying to get us all to go because DraftKings is opening a sports book at T P C Scottsdale. It's like, why don't we just do the week? Super Bowl's there as well. Seems like a great time to go on location, bring the show on the road. We can go into the DraftKings Lounge at sixteen and just watch at sixteen. Like that's how we would get on. I'm not lining up at three o'clock in the morning for four hours just to sprint to go get a seat like that is not happening for me we, we discussed it we were like oh we had no idea before we showed up about getting onto to 16 we're like oh yeah we'll go to 16 maybe we wait for like an hour or something like that to go it's like no, no no like you like we we were still up by the time that you needed to go like line up to get into number 16 so it takes a special kind of crazy person like when you're there you're drunk bacon in the sun i get it um and shout out to harry higgs and joel damon you see keith mitchell offered Harry Higgs, 8K, the day before to take his shirt off on the green?
1: No, I didn't. I love that. You know, Harry, much like me, you know, polar bear.
2: He was Harry as except, Harry Higgs?
1: Except this polar
2: bear slipped on ice. Yeah, that's a tough you scene. don't see that often. So you have a, the, the same injury as you have a torn patella tendon?
1: That seems to be the high probability here, yeah.
2: So you're gonna have to like rehab the shit out of that to get ready for golf season.
1: Honestly, that's it makes me sad. I'm trying. That's hard to accept where that's gonna go. This sa- this this could be um, a notch in the vote for Tim campaign, or I guess the vote for Jeff. But I fell, and I'm my wife is going out for dinner with my two girls l- mid late Saturday with her friend and their. And their kids. And I'm about to have like the whole Saturday in Phoenix like afternoon at home just to lounge and watch and and, and beach. I beached all right. Um yeah, I just taking the kids to the car. Anyway, I, I I going back in the house after helping my wife load up the car, and I got got. But I'm lying there, Pat, and I ha- my first two thoughts could show how pathetic I am. My first, my literal first thought was, like, what if I had to, like, a flight to go to the Super Bowl in like an hour? And like, the Chargers were playing. Like, what would I be doing? And then my second thought was, um, got my golf season could be fucked. My golf season could be fucked. My golf season really could be screwed. It's a reality I don't want to face at the moment. I've already, Like I might have to move to Florida for October next year, just to get a month, just one month. Like I need something. I will. I will not be in a proper mental place. The one thing is if I can come through this, I get to blue flag my golf cart and drive it anywhere I want this season. So if I can come through this, I get a, get like 85 year old man (laughs) blue flag on the golf cart treatment, Donald Trump, I guess,
2: (laughs) You're, you're gonna um, be the, you're but, gonna be you're gonna be the Casey Martin of your club.
1: Well, no, nah, because there are a lot of carts. There are a lot of blue flags at my club. Pat. <laughs> <laughs>
0: All
2: right, well, we buried the lead for long enough. Let's talk the Riv. We got the Genesis Invitational at Riviera, uh, one of the premier events on the schedule. Tigers event. As he is now the host, we'll get some Tiger on TV, although he's not in the field. 7,322 yards, par 71. A lot of elevation at this course plays way longer than 7,300 yards. There are so many par 4s over 450 yards. It's kind of astonishing. So when I was thinking about key stats, a lot like Phoenix last week. It's one of the few courses where it's not like, yeah, you can be okay off the tee. Yeah. You can be okay around the greens, but as long as you hit your approaches really well, you're going to win. Yes. Approach does mean the most here, but again, it's a lot flatter than most courses. You need to be strong T2 green. And if you are not good around these specific green complexes, you're going to have some real problems because we see some great around the green players not be able to figure out these green complexes. Then you have the Bubbas of the world who suck around the greens. yet. Somehow know these ones really well. Uh, left-handers, you should probably be taking a look at here. Bubba's won three times. Phil has won twice. Mike Weir has won twice. Coincidentally, all three of those lefties have also won at the Masters. So uh, shout out Robert McIntyre. going to get some bomb money from me this week as he's coming over from wherever the hell they played in the DP World Tour the last two weeks. And he played okay. Finished inside the top 10, top 15 in both those events. So that's not bad. But looking at it right now, I'm looking through the history of guys that can and cannot chip around these greens. Like who loses a ton of strokes around the green? Like that's going to have to be a cross off for me. Not to say that guys can't turn it around or learn with experiences, but like, that's just a big red flag for me off the outset. And you're going to have to make some pretty critical decisions. Cause when we head over to DraftKings Sportsbook and look at these odds, each of the top 10 players in the world are playing this week. Jeff, John Rom, the number one player in the world is the betting favorite right now at DraftKings sportsbook 8 to 1 Cantley is 10, good course history too here for Cantley. JT is 14, DJ and Hideki are both 18. We got Rory, Xander, Scheffler, Cam Smith, Colin Morikawa all at 22 to 1. That's not it for the under 30 to 1 crowd. You got Victor Hovland coming in at 25 to 1. That rounds out everyone 30 to 1. And below, you know me, I saw Morikawa, 22 to one. I bet Colin Morikawa, 22 to one. It's the first thing I did because that number is too big. Patrick can't lay is 10 to one. I know he's playing great golf. Don't get me wrong. But Morikawa, the better player, is more than double his odds. So I will take Colin Morikawa. <laughs> it's so funny because it's just the waves of these guys in the
1: moment, right? Like the um has just kind of been out of sight, out of mind. For, for many respects, even though he competed to the end overseas a few weeks ago, you don't, you're not here. And, and all of a sudden you're just 22 to one. It's kind of weird.
2: It, it's the complete out of of mind. And to kind of double down on Morikawa here, uh, he was second in approach last year at Riviera, could not make a putt to save his life. Now we know this is an issue for Morikawa. He might putt you out of the tournament, obviously, but just have, break even week on the greens it's a lot like justin thomas he's like the better justin thomas at this point because he actually comes around zero in terms of putting much more often right now than justin thomas does so have an okay week on and around the greens let the ball striking do the talking morikawa 22 to 1 is where i am starting the card this week um you want to bet Vic?
1: Past winners here, though, it feels like we've had a nice consortium of odds. Like, for how powerful the event is, we've seen a lot of, like, 25 to, like, 80 hit, as opposed to the power chalk, right?
2: The the only power chalk that really hit was DJ in 2017 yeah i can recall like seven the, to one or all something. the all the bubba's the bubba's were like 50 45 and 25 the years that he won jb holmes was an absolute bomb homo was 80 to one last year you hit scott what was he like 50 to one when he won i uh, probably around that yeah, and james holland was a super long shot he won in that like he won at minus six mm-hmm. that that was over casey and dj in that playoff
1: i remember almost when i first started acting. Actually, betting golf, working with Cam, this little local, little local kid, John Merrick, won this freaking tournament.
2: You want? I mean, Merrick, like, we're there's a few of them, like these shorter hitters who do gain off the tee, but you need to be so sharp with your long irons and put
1: Merrick out. is no weir.
2: not in terms of like overall, like. We're the much better player. Oh, I mean, like,
1: G- sort of their path, like, their yeah. game
2: style. Like, like when you look at the winners here, like Scott, JB, Bubba, Dustin, like, hey, it doesn't matter if you hit the fairway, just bomb it as long as you can, and then you're going to have a much easier path to treading water at this course, especially on the longer par fours. But You can be a short hitter. It's just a huge outlier. It's a lot like Torrey Pines. Like, you can be a short hitter that plays well. It's just far more difficult than if you're a bomber at this specific course. There's also the Quail Hollow crossover, too. JB, Max Homa, James Hahn, they've all won both at Riviera and Quail Hollow.
1: You know, even Rory at 22 then, Pat, I mean, that last event, he could have been in the playoffs. He gagged the 18th hole, and, um, geez, we were overseas. Uh, the big, not the Varner win, the, the one before that.
2: Yeah, the one where Vic beat Bland in the playoff.
1: Yeah, he like you would have a you thought he would have won or was on path to to, you know, being in that playoff and he puts it in in the water 22 to one on Rory with any course with a quail hollow comp. No, you know, but
2: I mean, that's where I'm looking. very that, attractive. That, Lo- that, love the board. That was my look. Like I just saw Rory at 22. I was like, I'm getting more cow at 22 for sure. And then like, do I go DJ 18 or 20 Rory 22? Those are the ones that really stuck out to me. Like I'm not going to get to Rom Cantley or Thomas because uh, because I don't. I mean Rom is just in a different level right now. I, I don't. think, I think Cantley is far closer to these guys in the 20s than he is to John Rom. And the same thing with JT. Like if we're splitting hairs between all of these guys, I mean you have Hideki and Cam Smith there. I mean we had Cam Smith at this course last year and he just couldn't come through. Um, but obviously he's a much better player now than he was even a year ago. Has a great history and here. Very good at Augusta. Gets up it's, and
1: down from everywhere. From everywhere.
2: So... Uh, from everywhere, but Rory has these green sides figured out as well. And I I feel like I've bet Rory every year here and he comes like fourth every time.
1: It's quite um, a credit to cam Smith, obviously that early season win, but to have the field, this stacked and for him to own this place on the odds board is um, quite, quite respect. You know, they, they almost don't want us, want us to bet him Hideki at um, Hideki's volatility. Were there any more volatile, volatile players at the very top last week? I mean, just too many bogeys, but every time you thought he was dead, there was always a little charge in Hideki, the way he's currently played the way this one is correlated to masters champions. I don't know. 25 doesn't seem bad at all. And you know, I, I, <laughs> I love Vic. I'm as big of a slut for Victor as anybody, but it was kind of funny, the hyperbole that was going around with Victor and, and betting him. And it's just like, Oh, one miscut and he's 25. That's all you need.
2: Yeah. But does he miss a couple? But I mean, does he deserve to be any higher than this?
1: No, because this field is stacked and I'm not, I think he's going to win be capable of winning everything we all assume he's going to win but he hasn't there's still like he hasn't won an event um right the the mainland event yet this would be a great one no doubt victor getting the trophy from tiger i mean that just feels right that just sounds right for everything we project from victor that would just be another check in the box as would morikawa getting this trophy from tiger i mean could just be like, oh man, I, honestly, give. I, I could bet either of them would be no different than you know staring at Kelly uh, Kelly Taylor in the early days. Just some nice young, the best. Mm.
2: Vic was fifth at this event last year, so his horrendous chipping wasn't the end of him. He figured that out enough and actually gained strokes putting. So
1: the I other mean, part of vic though for me pat is when i bet on vic and i know i know there's the concerns with the around the green and you're gonna need to hit and do something f- bet, great on sunday from around the green i'm sure to hold that par or, or or make it happen when i bet on vic when i bet on any of these guys i'm straight up betting on their
2: ceiling and when i'm betting on victor's ceiling we don't even need to chip much now nah, that's not the case here like the Riviera doesn't play by those rules. You're gonna have to chip. You're not hitting all the greens in regulation here. You're just not. I remember that Cantley Bubba Finao
1: three way finish. I remember it. I won money. Yeah, Bubba was the one making the chips or making the, the yeah. other
2: guys couldn't. Which is funny because Bubba's by far the worst of all those guys around the green, which is kind of hilarious. He just has it figured out here. He was actually, he chipped really poorly through two rounds in Phoenix and kind of got it together. I think he had like two or three chip ins uh, over the weekend, but feel like I've been so, right around. I mean, we all have been because you know, the popular names have been doing well, but to only have one win and it was Luke list out of like the past four weeks, is kind of devastating for me in an outright betting market where I had, you know, big money guys at like 30, 22, 35, like all there couldn't come through I'm feeling it this week.
1: Yeah, no, listen, I got to just stay confident. I even, you know, I wouldn't let any bad vibes get me with Scheffler winning. I hit, I was all, like, you watched the show could not have been circling a guy more than circling Scheffler. And hopefully people just listen to our words and not our actions. And I don't know. I didn't, I missed it. But last week I got a hoagie and, and a Varner in Europe. So and the next week, the one guy I thought I was betting and didn't bet wins. That's just golf betting. You got to <laughs> take it, take it on the chin. So I would just want to ask this way. Is there anyone sort of under this 25 Obviously, I, I know you wouldn't be betting Rom, um, and I know you're not betting Cantley, but that you would just, that you would have Red Ink in in any of the guys we talked about. Or not Red Ink, but you're just, you're not betting them. No. Victor?
2: No, I mean, I, I think you can make a pretty compelling case. Morikawa is the horse that I always attach myself to, and he is the most profitable golfer I've ever bet on, just every time he wins, except for the stupid open that he comes through for me so i i don't know why i wouldn't back him at 22 20 22 know. to one. his win rate is way above that so basically i think i want one more of these guys and in my warped mind i'm looking at dustin or rory those are the two that i'm looking at i mean if you told me that xander wins not stunned hideki or smith or or vic win or thomas like any of these guys these the reason that they're the top 10 players in the world how do you parse them out I'm probably just going to try to find value. And I think that Rory at 22 is better value than Vic at 25. I do. And maybe I'm just wrong about that.
1: Um, no, I don't listen. I thought Xander at 22 was more value than Shuffley at, uh, sorry, than Scheffler. Wow. I thought I'm insane. You think Xander is better than Scheffler? Yeah. At 22 to 25 last week, I was like, one guy, both of them haven't won two years. I'll take Xander. Um, different argument this week but speaking of xander i guess now it's like i can bet morikawa i can bet rory for the same price that's a different argument than xander versus scheffler um you know now these are guys that do it but what is xander's course history here
2: i think he was he was in the mix either last year or the year before to win if i'm not mistaken it sounds sounds about right i mean that's like xander that that's every course for mr shoffley now let's take a quick gander here at what he has done. Genesis wise. No, uh 15th, 23rd, 15th, ninth has gained over three strokes on approach each time. Lost a bit off the tee last year, but he's just pretty good tee to green. I mean, last week tee to green, I think he was the best player. He just, he legit couldn't putt last week. I mean, and he still had a putt to make the playoff. Crazy uh. as that sounds.
1: Oh my God. The, the, the prong scenario played out. Like Xander makes the putt, Cantley missed, and Scheffler missed his putt on 18. He just couldn't putt. The final three holes on Saturday, after the water balls, there's a putt for birdie of 12 feet on 16. There's a putt for par, I think, of like 10 feet on 17. There's a putt for birdie of like 11 feet on 18. He couldn't make any of them.
2: So we flip the script this week, and he wins. Bet on Xander again
1: duh i'm not gonna bet him he's gonna win
2: (laughs) i'm gonna decide i'll release it in the newsletter on wednesday but i think i'm gonna have a pretty do you think people will bet dustin
1: that's a great question trying to project out forgotten elite um i assume just you know cam smith but i don't think he truly counts in what we're trying to get at
2: no, but, but, um, but does he though? Cause he is up in this range. Like if Cam Smith is truly the forgotten elite that no one's betting, he's going to 35 to one real quick.
1: I don't, I like everybody we watch. I love the guys. I love the guys who I bet on more than the guys that I don't bet on. <laughs> that being said, I can't bet Cam
2: Smith. Around these other names. Yeah, you would rather take Hideki over Cam Smith, is what you're saying.
1: Yeah, I would. And I'd probably rather take Victor and try to get perfection out of instead of like wizardry Cam Smith, like Jordan Speed
2: Light. I, I'm with you. I, I i think you'll get a better number on Cam Smith as the week goes along. I don't see there's an, like, when we get into the next area, like, I think Gooch is 40 to 1. It's like, who the hell is betting that? i had him last week at 65 sure 65 is a pretty compelling number it's not to say that he's not going to win at 40 to 1 like henley gooch burns are all ahead of homa scott bubba sergio
1: yeah and i would rather honestly if you told me i could bet cam smith at 22 or sung jm at 40 i would bet sung jm at 40 99 and a half times out of 100
2: hell i mean i don't think speed's gonna win i'd rather bet speed at the same number
1: than gooch yeah, I I'm probably with you on that, and you can get Bubba for more than them.
2: Yeah, <laughs> you know. So the, the, I think fun. I think those odds are going to get pushed uh, as we go on. Do we want to wrap up the top end of the board here? Morikawa probably going to make a decision on Rory versus Dustin for me. Hell, maybe I will just bet all three of them, move them on my way. Maybe those could be my three bets for the week. I mean, that's probably I. Would well, you're have.
0: going away. So I know. So I got to get. I got to. And... I got to get
2: these in. <laughs>
1: No, I mean you make your power bets. You're busy. You're having fun. You're distracted. You see up on Sunday, and you, one or one and a half of your guys are going to be contending. Yeah,
2: you, well, well, I'll, I'll, I'll be, be the plan. I'll, I'll be back on Friday, so. It'll be easy for me. Fair enough. Did you know that browsing online using incognito mode doesn't actually protect your privacy? That's right. Without added security, you may as well just give all your private data to hackers or advertisers or ISP and other prying eyes. That's why I use IP Vanish VPN make it easy to stay truly private and secure on the internet ip vanish helps you safely browse the internet by encrypting 100 percent of your data this means that your private details passwords communications browsing history will be more completely shielded from falling into the wrong hands even your physical location will be hidden ip vanish makes you virtually invisible online it's that simple You can use IP Vanish on unlimited devices without sacrificing speed on your computers, your tablets, your phones, even devices like Firestick when you're streaming media. Whether I'm at home or I'm in public, I don't go online anymore without using IP Vanish. IP Vanish is offering an incredible 70% off their yearly plan for our listeners with a 30-day money-back guarantee that's like getting nine months for free. IP Vanish is super easy to use. All you gotta do is tap one button and you're instantly protected. You won't even know it's on. Stop sharing with the world everything you stream, everything you search for, and everything you buy. Take your privacy back today with the brand rated 4.6 out of 5 on Trustpilot. So go to ipvanish.com slash mayo. Use promotional code mayo to claim 70% savings. That's I P V A N I sh.com slash mayo our next partner is a product i use literally every day and i started taking athletic greens because i wanted to feel better in the morning i wanted to have better gut health and guess what six months into this i do it is terrific i think all of you should go out and get athletic greens right now because you're absorbing 75 high quality vitamins minerals whole food source superfoods probiotics and ap to help you start your day right. It's been really working for me. I have more energy, I'm more full in the morning, and I'm just eating healthier because of it. It's lifestyle friendly. Whether you eat keto, paleo, vegan, dairy-free, gluten-free, or nothing, it's something that you're going to want to have. AG1 Athletic Greens is a small micro habit with big benefits. It's the one thing you can do every single day to take care of yourself. It's quick, you just pour it into the water, shake it up, boom, you're off to the racing races and you're investing in an all-in-one nutritional insurance you don't need to take millions of supplements it's all in athletic greens and to make it easy athletic greens is giving you a free one-year supply of immune supporting vitamin d and five free travel packs with your first purchase all you got to do is visit athleticgreens.com slash mayo again that is athleticgreens.com slash mayo to take ownership over your health and pick up the ultimate daily nutritional insurance. Uh, So let's go to the mid-tier. Because I think the big question this week, if you run the numbers, you look at performance, you see a big Will Zalatoris who had a top 10 at this event a year ago, 35 to 1. The only problem is he's coming off a positive COVID test. He had COVID for two weeks. And do we think that affects his performance here? It doesn't whatsoever. Like, I, I don't know what to do, but... It feels like that, considering, like I said, Gooch is at 40, and I could have Zala Torres at 35, who statistically, besides Rom, is the player that rates out the best for this field. Why wouldn't I bet him?
1: I don't really have any answers as to why you wouldn't. Um, sorry, I lost my train of thought.
2: Would you feel more comfortable betting... Vic or Will Zalatoris this week? Jeez! Oh my God! I am. See, if it's such that, a... if that's if that, if it's that big of a pause, the answer Zalatoris.
1: Well, the kids are so cool. No, I'm just such like a star effort for both of like for all these cool young kids. Like I could flip a coin, I'd be thrilled. I'd have no issues. You told me I'd one. You told me I'd the other. Be like, let's go. Obviously, Zalatoris has never won. This would be quite a first win. Like this would be winning this is your first win. That would say a lot about you as your first win under 40 to 1 on the odds board. Yeah, I mean, top pretty, pretty special.
2: Top five players in this field based on my custom stats in the table from fantasynational.com, fantasynational.com slash mayo to make your own. Get 20% off at the same time. Use all the tools. ROM list. Zalatoris, Rory, Justin Thomas are your top five.
1: You saw what Will Zalatoris did at Torrey Pines. I think I had a 40 to one on him, that one.
2: I did too. And then he
1: almost won the Amex, right? That was his, and then
2: he got He didn't really almost win the Amex. He came sixth. He had had that second round where he was like 61 or something like that. But here's here's a critical, important note about Riviera and Will Zalatoris. This course features the most missed putts from inside five feet. So it's not just going to be Big Will Z missing those short putts this week.
1: You always love to see that with those guys if that's going to be a neutralizer in it, some re- respect. It, it was
2: for a list at Torrey because Torrey's super high on that list too. Yeah.
1: And that's why Bubba's so good here, Pat. Because when Bubba, like Bubba's heyday stats, like his three putt avoidance is insane. Like looking at his masters and his Riviera wins. I mean, it's honestly for all the fun things that he does when he's playing well, it's, it's really the, like almost the glue of it.
2: I think when you look at it and you kind of Frankenstein the comp courses together, like why does Quail Hollow relate so much to Riviera? It doesn't seem like there's a lot of similar shot shapes off the tee. I'd say that's where the Augusta crossover comes in. I think the green complexes and the driving at augusta really mimic what you have to do at riviera but it's everything in between that i think that quail hollow like it has the super large greens at quail hollow it's a very very long course you get in the rough i mean how many times are you gonna hear the word Kakuya this week jeff
1: um a lot
2: yeah so you're gonna have inconsistent lies in the rough where at quail hollow like you're dead and buried if you start missing fairways but you need to have that like Long distance, like Bubba doesn't play well at Quail Hollow, but he does play really well at Riviera and Augusta. So it's not all transferable across the board, but like long irons are so essential. Recovery shots, We like why one of the reasons Adam Scott was able to win here two years ago, because Adam Scott is just absolutely electric inside 75 yards. So when you miss the fairway and you have to chop it out, can you get it up and down from 64 yards? Adam Scott can That was a big reason he ended up winning. It's a lot the same at Quail Hollow at the same time. And the biggest thing, I think, for the overall winners is just lag putting. And you kind of hit on it. Bubba is a tremendous lag putter. You know who else is a really good lag putter? Will Zalatoris, Excellent from 65 feet. Just like Scheffler. Not great from 3 feet. Awesome from 65 feet. I'm betting Will Zalatoris. if you didn't know.
1: That 75 and in range is also like you know, Thomas always so deadly able to save his pars.
2: Yeah, and when and like when three, Rory, when, Rory when Rory's game went off the rails, that's where he started struggling from like 125 and in. Now he's got that back a little bit. Bryson,
1: too, right, isn't that great in that um Range, you're going to tell me
2: I'm so wrong. About no, that. you know, he, you know, he started to really, once he got, he used to be really good at it. Once he got the extra distance and he was hitting all of his shots from like 88 yards, he just hit so many of them. Like, and he wasn't sticking them close enough that he just became really bad at it. It's weird. Yeah.
1: Or like when he has to, you know, when he drives it off the beaten path and then chop it out and have that wedge from 75, 80 yards. I don't know. It ha- hasn't seemed to come yet um i love will zalatoris i feel like i bet him at tory and i bet him at amax we'll see this is ultra competitive i'm not running to make that bet obviously we don't know much about what sort of covid like you know there's as we've all sort of known both anecdotally and from the news like not all
2: not all covid COVID is equal Cases are the same yeah no absolutely I get a better off.
1: Like, if he's just been feeling good, practicing, ripping balls, it's got nothing else to do as a young lad. Like, I would um, be very much keen on that, actually. The more you've just spoken about it.
2: Yeah. And we talk about like long irons, terrific around the green, it's all right. And just look at the places where he has performed in his career. I mean, he's played the Masters once. He came in second place. He's played really well at Torrey Pines. Two top tens and two starts there. U.S. Opens. All of a sudden, he's inside the top ten. Like, these long, hard courses are where he plays well. And I would qualify this as one of those. Yep. It's a big ask. It's a big ask. Sure. It was a big ask for Max Homa to win last year.
1: No no doubt about it. No doubt about it. And a win at a place like this, like, started to put Homa into a new tier. Um, Like, for a lot of guys, there are very few guys in this field who can win an event like this, and your perception of them um, not change. Like, Dustin Johnson wins Riviera. You don't think any different of Dustin Johnson. There's nothing more or less he can do. Any sort of of those guys. You sort of get what I'm saying? Like, most of this field win Riviera your opinion of them is going to change
2: yeah it's a it's a huge step up in class with the way that this tournament has been elevated over the years like it's this and Memorial are like the two best non-majors on the PGA Tour schedule in terms of field strength classic course just the guys that want to show up and like this is now it's what API like in I remember yes, saying Arnie's yes. heyday, but now that Arnie's passed away, it doesn't have the same luster anymore when you go to Bay Hill. But people used to go because it was Arnold Palmer's event. That's basically been taken away now that he's passed, and this has become Tiger's event, so people are going to go play this. Well said. No doubt about it. So who else in this range? Should we go 30 to 100? I bet Zalotoris at 35. I'm betting Fina with the each way at 60. I went and looked at his rounds. In Phoenix, the first round was an abject failure. I went back and looked through it a little bit too. Like the putting has been really bad. The ball striking has been really bad. Friday in Phoenix, Finau was one of the best guys on the course. He couldn't putt, save his life. But 1.5 strokes gained off the tee. 1.5 strokes gained ball uh, on approach. I just need to see something. And this is, I mean, as someone who, I bet Finau once last year, and he won, Jeff, because his number got back down to this point. This is not where you would expect. Tony Finau to be the guy who lost in a playoff at this course a year ago has these, he was great around the greens here. Every single time he plays, he's got these figured out someone who's still pretty good at lag putting. Although overall, he's a pretty bad putter. If the ball striking is actually back. And sometimes it just takes around. I mean, if we, if they had just released early odds on the Genesis invitational January 1st, what do you think Finau's odds would have been 25? If they, Oh, Jeez.
1: Yeah, no doubt about it. He'd have been honestly um, right there. Yeah, for sure. Early season board, if you could have bet futures and they just had events up, like random events up in the year, 25 to one, maybe
2: shorter. So why why wouldn't I take a 60? And get the top five equity with the each way on it as well.
1: You wouldn't have to twist you wouldn't have to twist my arm there are a few attractive options um here for starters Matthew Fitzpatrick getting hot before Florida that's a that's a sign maybe you know but he's gonna be like 18 to one when we get to Florida yeah, maybe shorter can't,
2: can't wait to lose money on him at Honda and Bay Hill for the like fifth consecutive year
1: yeah as chalk too yeah <laughs> um Sungjay at 40 it's just a grass thing I like we I, don't like we, it doesn't vibe because the prototype sort of player, well-rounded, sort of fits perfectly in the you know in that lane.
2: I think that the odds are good. I'm just not going to be betting Sungjae this week. He's two missed cuts in his career at this course and two starts. He has taken two weeks uh, off. Okay. Is, is there something up with him? He's taken two weeks off in a row. That's not typical of him.
1: Yeah, that's always a
2: question. I don't like that. I. For a guy that plays forty eight times a year, that, that's really bizarre stuff. Brooks is right just, there. It's not like Brooks had a bad week in Phoenix.
1: Yeah, Brooks didn't have a bad week in Phoenix. And I want to say early in Brooks's career, he wanted to put in this vibe that he doesn't like golfing in California. But I don't know. He's played played well at, at majors out in California. And I know he was in a bad way at Tory. Right? He just couldn't just couldn't drive it. Couldn't drive it properly at all. And you saw what he does from the fairway.
2: If you were watching Phoenix, like well, well, oh my, and, and oh, it's and it's really funny because oh, the first two days he oh, lit it up with oh, the driver. He was still gosh. fourth in the field and driving for the week. It was Rom, Answer, Scheffler, Brooks, Homa, one, two, three, and yeah, see, so, woo, Kim,
1: qu- quite incredible. And I didn't and I didn't bet Brooks last week, so there is always that emasculating moment, yeah. almost from go because he was near the top of the leaderboard from the early wave thursday so there's a few like emasculating days like you don't pick this guy i mean finish with the same score as my losers but um i didn't see the comment had i seen this this would have been like the little thing like the not model or any i know a lot of brooks phoenix bets have nothing to do with models but he made a comment that how embarrassed See as being 20th in the world ranked, like that may have been enough for me to make the bet. I didn't see that comment though. But I believe it. He does not like his name behind these other names.
2: No, he doesn't. But I think that there is something to like the reason that he's the blind bet in Phoenix, maybe this is just something to look into and we start chasing those numbers. Like, is Brooks an auto-bet every time he's in the 30s? I think that if you just bet him every time in the 30s that you would probably end up being profitable on that. Once you bet it 35 times, you'd probably get two wins in that section. Mm-hmm. But I, I think I'm just, listen, I will bet Brooks and Phoenix for the rest of my life, especially if they're going to give me like decent numbers. He's there. Like he Obviously he loves the course. He doesn't love this course. He's never really played well here. 38th, 43rd miscut in three starts. So I just, I, got, I, don't, I don't, I don't know if this, I I'd rather bet Bubba at 45. I would.
1: Yes. and let's not forget something which is very real um brooks is only here because there's an invitation that comes in the mail from tiger woods asking you to attend and there's he's probably not the only one you don't say no to tiger he invites you to his party speaking of parties It's so easy to correlate Brooks's success with Phoenix for a guy that only plays well at big events. He seems like a guy that can be bored golfing because it's so easy for him. And I'm not even saying that sarcastically. I'm truly being genuine. Like look, like, and that he needs to find things to like exterior things to get him fired up. And Phoenix is the closest replica to the Ryder Cup. And look how amazing he's been at the Ryder Cup. Look what he did this last year. Even on like the Tuesday press or Wednesday press or whatever day it was, he tells us his body is glass. The man told us his body was glass and then went out and played two-a-days on Saturday. When your bench is superstars, you're the Ryder Cup USA team. He had to play two-a-days. So like, because he loves it and he feeds it and his body probably obviously was feeling better and and phoenix gives in many ways we can agree phoenix feels like the Ryder cup in some respects at times especially on the weekend
2: i would agree so not not a brooks happy place i'll take it is the, i'll take the three-time winner at 45 to 1 i'm betting morikawa Zalatoris, bubba and finau i just clicked on another site to see if i can get better finau odds and i saw the finau yes. odds the, the Genesis wasn't loaded in yet. So the only odds that I saw were 33 to 1 for Tony Fino to win the Masters, but he's 60 to 1 to win this event. Come on.
1: And what did you bet Zellatoris at?
2: 35. I can cash that out and find a better number if you got one.
1: No, I don't. I don't. I just want to know how inferior the numbers I
2: could be looking at are. Um, And I think he's going to be popular this week. So I think that number probably gets crushed. It's 35 at DraftKings Sportsbook and other places right now, too. That's the best number I've seen.
1: So a player we can't leave the range without talking about for me. (laughs) spoken about him a lot from preview shows on, and we have a problem. We have a red alert situation, folks. So Adam Scott um, is said player. And I even said last week, if he's not going to win in Phoenix, I hope he plays horrible. Because he's a Riviera master and he's never played Phoenix before. And we're just getting set for, for a big Adam Scott spring summer, my opinion. And it would start at Riviera. And then, Pat, you go on and tell the people.
2: Well, uh, we could probably th- I mean, we can stay after the show and you can watch the clip of before the show of what happened. So here's another reason to like Tony Finau this week. Cust wanted to make Tony Finau his one and done. But Cust has used Tony Fina when he cursed him at Tory Pines when he missed the cut. So who did he take as his one and done now? Adam Scott, Jeff. And Cust, listen, we talked about it last week. Remember how mad he got at me? Because I had bet on Sam Burns. It was the first bet I made last week. And I cashed out the bet once he picked Sam Burns. He's like, oh, I can't, you can't, you can't do that. You can't do that. It's like, no, I'll do that. And the guy misses the cut because he's cursed. I wouldn't bet on Adam Scott.
1: He's honestly like Adam, uh, like Bubba Watson light here, in my opinion. Is there some way I can justify the fact that he wanted Finau didn't? Like he's not getting his pick he wants, in some way or this. There's no. I don't know what to do now, but it's really sad. Like the guy, I was like, no, I'm auto betting him next week, so he better he doesn't play well in Phoenix he better play horribly he kind of just played indifferently I don't even know if that's a word um to have a, any attention on him I mean if Bubba Bubba's numbers if they're putting Bubba at 45 then I guess it's fair that Scott can in some places I guess hopefully cross 50 um yeah he's cursed so I don't know better now than later, but this was going to be a sweet spot.
2: Well, I got some notes here on some of the other guys that maybe we haven't seen in a while. You can find this all in my column up on DKNation.com. We have Rory coming over. Obviously, he should have made the playoff and probably won that event. The Vic one, he came in third in Dubai. He also played Abu Dhabi. Uh, He did not play Saudi Arabia, nor did, uh, who was it, Colin Morikawa. Morikawa was overseas. This is his first start since the Century Tournament of Champions. But the two that we haven't seen at all... Casey and Sergio, both who play really well at this event and have the perfect kind of skill sets for this event. Another two guys who play really well at this course and the Masters. Casey went T-16, T-12, T-24 between Malaysia, Saudi and Dubai. And Sergio has three top 25s and three starts overseas at the same time. Thomas Peters is in this field. We bet him to win the Masters at 125-1. to You can have him for 75-1 to this week at Riviera. He's played this tournament twice. He came in second in his debut in 2017. That was also the same year that he came in fourth at Augusta National. He's number 31 in the world ranking, so we're going to be seeing a ton of the Belgian Balmer right now. Uh, he was a T12, T24, and a win so far overseas and then bobby mack robert mcintyre uh, he's been off to a bit of a struggle but there's a reason that we backed him at augusta last year a big hitting lefty he came 12th as a debutant at augusta national he's in the field right now at 150 to 1 i think uh and he's playing like okay overseas i think he just went back to back top 15s and at... where was that the last two tournaments on the dp world tour what country was that in <laughs> raw i don't know it felt like they were in the same place it was the same name of the tournament one was like the raw something something championship the other one was like the raw something something challenge or something i think it was the same course i have no idea if that's true but he was inside the top 10 had a bad sunday i think he came ninth the second time around. yeah they were all
1: sort of they were all playing for second place it felt like on the sunday i agree with you i saw a thing on robert last week he um I, like I saw him being interviewed, and he talked spoke about the struggles that he had been having, and you know he was just he said it. I was trying his words. He was like trying to be perfect, like you sort of get to a place. Everything he's just sort of I don't know freed himself up. Just tried to free himself up. I guess the battle all young or any golfer, amateur, pro, whatever, is having. Except these guys get to play for a lot of fun, real money and travel the world, but he said he's just sort of um, brought a looser attitude the last couple of weeks. And you mentioned that he's starting to find that form again. Could and, be an interesting guy whacking it around here. Peters is going to be popular, Pat. People are excited to, for, for him showing up
2: here. I'm excited to see him. I want, I want to see him start playing pretty well. He got the win in Abu Dhabi to kick off the air. Like I mentioned, he's played pretty well since, and he has the perfect type of game that I want for this course. He bombs it. He's great with his long irons. Dude, get lucky. Like, there's, I mean, Vic is obviously a much better player. But the way that we think about Vic is, like, what we thought Peters could have been when he first started, like, rising up in the ranks. And basically, it's been four years of, like, he went, he, like, legit went away. He broke his wrist at one point. It's, it feels like he's back, though. Didn't he win a big amateur event here? Or am I making that up? Doc Redman won the U.S. Amateur in 2017 here.
1: Yeah, I'm not gonna do that on the fly. Um, (laughs) the only I've bet, I've bet a few of these guys. I'm sure I've bet Casey and Sergio a ton here. If I went back and looked at my past uh Riviera cards,
2: I remember last year might have been a disaster with Sergio. Yeah, it was for Rory too. He had a really bad year at the Genesis last year, but if when you look in this range, like there's legitimate bets that you can make. Even if you didn't want to bet anyone at the top, like you could make a card of Leishman, Neiman, Peters, Nah, list and answer if you wanted to, and like that's not a bad six picks. Yeah, and they're all. and so you just to mentioned one.
1: Yeah, and you just mentioned two guys that I think caught my eye this morning um, for potential deeper lookins. Neiman. 70, 75 to one. That seems like a very strong number. Obviously it'd be the around the green. That would be a concern. We would need some magic or a bit of a ceiling week in that regard for him. And uh, Abe answer at 80 seems just like a real strong number. I don't know. I wouldn't be shocked. Well, if I wanted to bet the guy, I guess I wouldn't be shocked if he won. Um, But his around the green game, like really took a dip and it started to trend back in a direction that, I could be interested at in answer at a course like this and a number as high as that. It's funny. Cause I feel like Leishman's the play. I might bet Leishman. Love it. They're all. Yeah. no, he's very much. Yeah. In that profile of, I'm not comparing him to the players, but the guys, you just send it out there and you find your way to, to write fours on the scorecard. Very much Mark Leishman.
2: Yeah. Good. Good. Aussie. Aussie's like this place. It seems historically throughout the years, they all kind of jump up there and he's 75 to one. Like for me, it comes down to like, I probably get to pick one of these guys. I really want to bet knob, but I was hoping for over a hundred 75 just feels like it's a bit too short to be perfectly honest with you Uh, just because he's not a bomber. Like he's going to have to do it through chipping and putting, but he has two top fives at this event in like the past five years. So, Oh, good. My, the price of my selection has changed from 75 to one to 70 to one. As I was talking about that and didn't bet it. Great. Perfect news.
0: But I much bet
2: uh leishman uh but leishman's ball striking has been like elite so far in his past four starts he he gains on approach every year here as long as he's not like the world's shittiest driver he should be able to figure this out
1: a lot of these guys if they're driving in the fairway like this whole range of player that you mentioned from uh sergio casey leishman peters answer neiman if they're in the fairway they they're very much in in play here
2: where's a better leishman number Oh, there's not a better f- 54 oh that's not yeah good. i just saw
1: that one that's Leishman 60
2: one. yeah i gotta bet the 70 now or it's gone because everywhere else has it smaller let's see here so in on leishman that's gonna be my pick from this range i'm gonna feel like such a dud not taking peters but here i am
1: um patrick reed 90 no pass luke list sets up quite well i know long irons
2: i know chipping
1: driving this improved around the green and putting we just saw hoagie show up again hoagie stayed with his mom last week it's so crazy the fact that he hadn't won in 200 starts I, but I would have thought his win if had he won at Phoenix would have felt more out of nowhere than the win at Pebble beach. I don't know if that makes any sense, but that's real to me.
2: I mean, he went back to being Luke list last week. If you go look at his uh, overlaying name, he rallied to make the cut, which was nice. You always like to see that at a Luke list, Luke list uh gained four strokes on approach gained around the greens, gained off the tee lost six strokes, putting Luke list. All right. Well,
1: You want to go into the hundreds because Corey Connors is a hundred to one.
2: (laughs) I couldn't believe that. It's not like he, like he, he melted down at the end of last week. I mean, do you really want to take, obviously he's played well at Augusta. So that does give me some hope, but do you really want to play Corey Connors at a course where like chipping really does mean a lot?
1: No, not a ton. Um, But it's just, it, it caught my eye to see the, to see
2: triple digits, uh, I, he's a little bit lost right now when it comes to the ball striking, which used used to be like his thing. Like you see, Rob Robert McIntyre one thirty. I like that bet better. Mm-hmm. So
1: Varner's contended here before until he topped the ball that we talk
2: about often, and he's off his win. Yeah, uh, he he rebounded pretty nicely i think in round two in phoenix after unsurprisingly struggling um the first way through so I, I don't know i i think it's bobby mack down here for me that, that'd be my guy
1: and uh, sneaky amongst all those players
2: um lanto at 90 that's too short for him like why am i betting lanto at the same number i can bet list
1: i guess you're right I just i don't mind him at all you're right i'd be really excited if it was farther i mean good point though you scroll into the hundreds and you're like why is lonto ahead of some of these players um and like patrick reads a straight dead no right he's just dead right now
2: it feels that way but that doesn't mean he can't win <laughs> i mean <laughs>
1: masters masters comp, right?
2: Yeah, and he he almost won the PGA championship at Quail Hollow. Listen, he's no slouch, but it just it does seem like he's broken at the moment.
1: Yeah. And DraftKings throwing a 90 out there, well, um
2: you know, a lot shorter numbers. You you could get your like weird really good scramblers that pop up like Matt Jones, someone like that. I think is not as an outright obviously, but as I don't know, top 10, something like that. He feels like the type of player that could be pretty good here. I'm just, by per the numbers, like it gives me Mito again for the second straight week, Hoagie. Leishman ranks out number 10 per all my numbers. Uh, Aaron Wise, although it's not been a good run for him. Varner, Palmer, Finau, Cam Smith. Keegan's going to be up there. Peters is up there. Just trying to find like the- Here's the thing. Who are the bombs that are up here? Vegas, Watney, Damon. Damon's contended here in the past too. He was like second the Adam Scott year. If
1: you're not a very, by good player, I mean, like if you're a long shot and you're going to win this thing, like, and when you're betting these and we've had some nice numbers hit this year, but the fields have not been this. And like, just look at the names that surrounded Tagala as he, uh, as he tried to win. And those are going to be the, the names or very similar rankings and such that are going to be surrounding your 150 to one guy as he's going to try to win at um Riviera so I'm not going too deep but I can tell you I'm very much in there's a post like 50 range that I very much believe in that we kind of talked through but there's only a certain level of deep that I could even consider at a field strength in a course like this
2: all right so the, just Robert McIntyre then 140 to 1 well i believe
1: in robert mcintyre's ceiling so that doesn't that like wouldn't feel as out of place now that's just my like personal preference you could believe in other um players just any love for like a mulinary california like uh placings or anything
2: hey this is his uh this is where he's a member this is where he plays
1: so that could be pretty interesting i mean i know it's not American Express. No, Tori Pinesy played quite well too,
2: right? Yeah, he played okay. I think he melted on the weekend. But he played there last year really well. He just likes California courses now. That's why he moved there, I think.
1: Yeah, all very good points. The Aaron Wise experiment didn't go very well last week. So no, that was that was bad.
2: Good. That was bad news.
1: Yeah, I don't care how much for any. Ricky still gets an invitation though,
2: so that's fun. You you could have like. I know Bezayden, how it's been sort of like a play, but now he's a hundred to one. Like he's, he plays for someone who hits the ball, like 30 feet off the tee. He plays long, hard courses really well. Yeah. So no, no on him.
1: Mito 200.
2: Yeah. I mean, Mito's legitimately 200 now. That's always nice to see. Uh, Matt McNeely's back down to a hundred after pulling out last week. You could have bet him 21 last week. Now you can bet him a hundred.
1: Okay, yeah. Now I'm in the in the deeps of it. I'm in the real deeps of it. Yeah, Pat. like Patrick
2: oh, Rogers, 250. Cam Davis played a lot better on Friday at Waste Management. He's 200 to one. Like, I don't know if I'm like I'm gonna play like it's like I'm already in on six guys. Sam Ryder has name value now, eh? I guess so. Not really.
1: <laughs> I don't know. Showed up on like yeah, he was everywhere. Real news. He, he was news everywhere. <laughs>
2: Although I will say that Carlos Ortiz performance was pretty spicy, a hole in one. And then almost another hole in one on the power four and then made the Eagle back-to-back Eagles. It's pretty good. He is 150 this week.
1: This is, um, I'm happy I remembered this. Not that anyone else cares. This is CBS's last event for a while, Pat. Is it? Yeah. Once we go to Florida, it's like WGC's and NBC does Honda and Bay Hill and, um... and the players. And the players through Florida is a lot of... And I guess it's, it's a college basketball time for, for CBS.
2: I think we get CBS for Valspar, if I'm not mistaken. You could me. be right. That sounds familiar. But that might be because it was a change in the schedule. Do you have any worries about Sam Burns? We didn't even mention his name. I mean, he was the leader at the turn on Sunday here last year.
1: Uh, you're right. We probably should go back to that. I actually know mind burns, especially people feel scorned by a miscut that I wasn't invested in at all. he has shown an ability to um how do you put this he has shown an ability a to be fantastic at taking advantage of the par fives even the hard ones and oh name fits right up along along these guys everything he's done in the last half year would say that 40
2: to one's a great number. I'm looking at Ortiz right now. Ortiz actually has a pretty good, he plays this every year, basically. I'd rather
1: bet Burns than Spieth, like at the four,
2: staring at guys at 40. I'm with you. I'd rather bet Bubba than those guys. That was the thing. So four or five in cuts made for Carlos Ortiz, gained on approach in four or five of those starts. No, it's interesting. And he's gained a ton putting outside of the year that he missed the cut, which was last year. But obviously the irons are working out for him right now. 150 to one probably more of a top 20 whatever it might be or a draft play but i think he's someone to keep on the radar all right all right let's go to the quick picks for the genesis invitational i basically made a, i have to make all my bets before i go because i'm going to a state without i guess i could bet at the casinos in vegas but i can't uh or is is betting legalized mobile betting in vegas i don't know either way let's make my bets before i go
1: sometimes when i turn off my wi-fi i get on the sites i want to get on
2: yeah it's it's true i was able to do that weird how it works like that but it's as you know simple as that morikawa 20 to 1 will zalatoris 35 to 1 Bubba watson 45 to 1 then we're into the deep stuff we're into deep waters then Tony Fino, sixty to one with a top five each way. Mark Leishman, seventy to one with a top five each way. Bobby Mack, Robert McIntyre, hundred and forty to one with the top five each way. I have room at the top for one more guy. And it feels like it's gonna come down to Dustin versus Rory for me at the top. Uh, taking one of those two guys is where I'm leaning right now. And I'll probably make that decision sometime a little bit later on this afternoon, but I will have the full cheat sheet in the newsletter, which you can subscribe to down in the description for free right now on Wednesday afternoon, when I have the DraftKings ownerships and everything like that as well.
1: So I don't know how to be quick because I haven't made any bets and I I just am thinking about a lot of the good players. So I don't know how Rory Morikawa, Victor Hideki. I guess those are the players I like. I'm also really tempted like Justin Thomas. He would be tigers. Butler. If he could Pat, he would be tigers. Butler. If he could. And no am t- Sure. You felt feels threatened. Cause he ain't no like top five golfer in the world. Like, to befriend tiger and is doing everything he can so justin thomas might be like the real chalk that that i could be interested in but i hate would hate having to bet a player that low needing putt luck like i hate that i'd hate that i bet a player that low and i can't and i like the stress to still have on like his six footers would not be fun and
2: that's the stress going you're- farther down but, that, but that's the stress a lot of people have this week, by the way.
1: Oh, yeah. The great equalizer. Uh, like you, I, I can't bet Willie at, 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 at Tory. I bet him at the, the MX. So I'm going to, I guess, be beholden to be back on the Willie wagon. And uh, Finau, Neiman, and Answer are other guys from behind. But there's that whole collection of players, as you mentioned. Neiman, Leishman. Peters. I'm silly enough to think Sergio and Casey aren't horrible either. Um, so I guess those are the players that I'm most paying attention to right now. But we've recorded early, and last night was Super Bowl. So
2: I have not put anything in yet. All right. One and done picks for the Genesis Invitational. We got Adam Scott for Tim It's your pick. Love Adam Scott. Well, I beat you last week. We tied. We had Thomas and Hideki. We both got uh, a quarter of a million dollars. So we more than doubled both of our season total winnings with our picks.
1: Okay. I'm going to take
2: Bubba. Shit. That's who I was going to take. I'll take Rory then. Oh, I, I just. All right. Yeah. Those are the so ones... I won't be using Bubba
1: at the Masters. We got to roll Bubba at the Bubba course.
2: Yeah. Yeah. Hundred percent. Let's see. I am winning with four hundred and fifty-one thousand dollars. You have four hundred thousand dollars. Cuss is just scraping over a hundred thousand dollars here. He has more miscuts than he has people who have made the cut so far in one and done.
1: And he's picking from really good players and managing to ruin them.
2: Yeah, Im, Finau, Spieth, Day, and Sam Burns.
1: Like it's not like Cust has to pick from players who aren't who are ranked above fortieth in the world and then we're making fun of him for miscuts. No, he's just taking the best
2: players and he's ruining them. How are you doing in the uh, in the big horrible,
1: one, horrible, then? horrible hor- I'm I'm already at the point where I need to like get wild. <laughs> it's so bad. I'm already panicked. I'm already at the point where it's like, no, I think I should just focus on winning the mini games. Like, you know, well, the ones with friends, like the one we have here and and other like mini head to head one and dones, because that's just a donation as I projected as no secret.
2: I got I got one team I, I had uh, my main team had Cantlay last week because I felt like he was the forgotten elite who no one wanted to take. And I was right. He was one percent owned. So if he had gotten the win, I'd be inside like the top 50 right now. But obviously he did not win. So I'm in 245th. I'm treading water. I'm, I, I need a few good scores here. So we'll see who the forgotten elite is here this week and end up rolling with them in the one and done. Uh, so where can everyone check out your stuff this week? Cause obviously you're doing odds checker stuff.
1: Yeah. I'll be doing odds checker uh, video with Rick. That'll be out on Tuesday morning. Um, yeah. And then another odds checker video on Wednesday. Yeah, you'll see a lot of stuff from me early in the week and not much else, Patrick. And in closing, I'm looking forward to seeing a Tiger Woods press conference again.
2: Yeah, do you think he's going to end up doing the Nicholas sit-in for like two hours on the broadcast, which I love? Saturday,
1: Sunday, set your PVRs. Tiger's not like Pat. Like, he has a leg injury. He's recovering from it. Arnold Palmer and Jack Nicholas, as senior citizens put themselves in that booth probably in like far worse physical health than tiger is at this very moment to think tiger wouldn't be doing the, the booth, his standard booth
2: set. Like it's the best TV of the year. In my opinion, I'm here for it. I can't wait to watch it. Was this the one last year where it looked like he was real stoned on air?
1: Yeah, it might've been, it might've been, I don't don't know how much they're going to play into the, like year they're gonna play into that a you
2: lot? just you just wait till your anesthesies playing in the masters
1: see that i was having that conversation with my buddies last night like that's the question are we gonna get that this week are we gonna get some sort of commitment or any more information on that you would think genesis as the title sponsor like i know it would be rude and crude but by all accounts, like, that great model of car that, like, sold itself on safety before the Tiger incident, their new thing, like, saved his life. So they should maybe make commercials about that.
2: Yeah, they're not going to do that. <laughs> they should, like,
1: oh, I need to buy, buy the car and save Tiger's life.
2: No. Well. That, that's one angle that you can play up. FantasyNational.com slash Bayo for 20% off. Listeners League link is in the description of the pod and vid right now. Smash the like on the way out. Sub to the channel, rate and review, do all that fun stuff. Thank you all for watching. Hope you hit Sheffler last week and weren't duds like us or just won money on the Super Bowl. Whatever it might be, I'll see you next time.
1: I know what I think I'm betting.
2: Uh, I I know, I know, you know, I know what you're betting.
1: Well, I don't know. We I don't even know if we're talking about the same thing.
2: Oh, I thought you were looking at golf odds. I am. Yeah, so you're betting Fina at 60. Uh,
1: I don't know. I'm really concerned there. But I-, I am betting Hovland at 25.
2: You'd rather bet Hovland at 25 than Morikawa at 20?
1: I don't know. We can talk about it. This is kind of like the first I'm looking at it. So this will be fun. I love this event. It's... It's great, and we're we're tight on time, right? So yeah. Oh, ne- Neiman 75?
2: Yeah. What the fuck? What the fuck? Jeff, why don't you uh, message Cuss, see if he can... Actually, no, he told me who he was taking. Now I can't completely remember who it was. I'm going to start this again. Who the fuck is he taking? He wanted to take Fina, but he said he already used Fina. He was going to take someone else. I'll message him. I just did yeah people need to know that
1: or i don't know you text them because i'm only dming him and i'm sure like most humans you would see his texts
2: You never know oh he's got
1: scott what god damn it
2: it's scott Yes, that's exactly who it is. It's Scott.
1: Who like I already said last week, I don't care what happens in Phoenix. He can I almost either if he's not going to win, I don't want him to play well. Oh, no. No. Riviera Scott In a friend way, I just told him to fuck off. <laughs> oh oh no oh no okay we'll have fun on the show unless we're recording now I'm not sure (laughs) oh he has been so bad this year the curse
2: yeah it's been really bad experience